0: A roll. Lab meeting number three. Present today: myself, Yeah. and Ellery Johnson. Woohoo. Soon we may we may have other members slowly joining the lab meeting.
1: I think we'll get a guest soon. Yeah, um,
0: in a few weeks. I
1: don't know who we'll get first. I think Jack is the logical act. Mm,
0: okay. logical
1: angle. But uh, he's not here. Who are we gonna get?
0: Well, tune in. <laughs> tune in for tune more surprises. In. Um, yeah, so, start booking people. Topics for today's lab meeting: improvisation in the lab. Number two, how to deal with constant failure so early on in your PhD. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not the only one. Are no, you not? And the third question: what is a group of tapirs called?
1: A group of what? Tapirs. Yeah, tapirs. Oh, those ugly things with the nose. Yeah. What is
0: a group of
1: them called? Um, what is a group of them called? Um What, you, like, feel
0: like you potentially know this?
1: I reckon I could go there. You're looking at me like it's <laughs> so weird I couldn't. I don't
0: think anyone should know this.
1: Let's go through a couple of other ones, like owls are parliaments. Yeah. Crows are murders. Yep.
0: You're spot on
1: there. Um sheep of flocks fish of schools
0: yes okay great we've got all the generic ones <laughs> sorted what are ducks
1: a gaggle of geese yes.
0: oh geese yeah
1: um i'm gonna go because tapirs are the ones with the big snout yeah and they they're look
0: weird they're like ugly. pandas with trunks
1: they're like pigs with trunks
0: <laughs> panda pigs because they're black and white aren't they
1: I didn't know that. I mean, are they always also, black and white? No, there's, with that a, few particular there's I mean, a few different types. Yeah, not all cows are black and white, but just the <laughs> ones you see on TV are. <laughs> okay. But well,
0: I'm thinking... The one thinking, I saw online was black and I'm
1: white. I'm going to go with a Snuffleupagus and T-Pears.
0: Ooh, creative, but
1: no. A truffle?
0: Oh, close. That's clever. I like that. Yeah, I feel like...
1: A trifle.
0: I feel like you're, like you're getting close. Because I doesn't start feel like
1: tick. it's to do with the way they go after roots. I don't know if they even eat that, roots, but I just imagine snuffling. Her,
0: yeah, they're herbivores.
1: But aren't they mostly a solitary creature? I
0: don't know, but apparently they're more closely related to horses. Yeah. Than okay. they are pigs.
1: Yeah, well, they move much more like a horse. Weird.
0: Um,
1: okay. So what is it? I want to know. Do you want the big reveal? Yeah.
0: It's a candle of tapirs. Tapirs, however you pronounce it.
1: Tapirs. A candle. A candle. Is that because it's like when you light a candle, you use a taper. A taper with T-A-P-E-R is like a little candle that you light from this candle to that candle.
0: Oh, well, I think you could make many, many different explanations of why it could be candle, but it doesn't the fuck really make is sense. is it candle? It doesn't make
1: sense. That's fucked.
0: Well, I'm not I'm could...
1: not best pleased with that.
0: <laughs> because you didn't get it.
1: And here we wander upon a candle of tapirs.
0: Exactly.
1: David is not going to sure stand i David Attenborough did
0: that. Attenborough,
1: Attenborough is not going to read that at all. Like, there is no chance. That's bloody silly. <laughs> oh, no, no. <nah. laughs> Can't be. Anything is better. A truffle of tapirs is way better.
0: I truffle I
1: like that. And how was truffle close? You said it was close. <laughs> no,
0: because you went to no truffle, candle.
1: What? Truf- truffle's not close to candle? Ow! It's got two similar letters. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs>
1: I don't know. What are you fucking on about? Like, well I was trying
0: to give you some encouragement.
1: Uh false you know, encouragement. Yeah. There you go.
0: Anyways, just thought, you know, in case anyone wanted that bit of trivia, it could come up as a question one day in trivia, and you'll remember this moment.
1: Well, it's good to know stuff like that. Like, I looked up fetch today, because oh. I've been thinking of making fetch happen.
0: No, please don't.
1: <laughs> Nobody makes fetch happen.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I can see it in your eyes that you're displeased, but I learned what fetch is, so it's actually the length of water over which a wind blows um, and the longer the fetch is, the bigger the wave is.
0: Because
1: ah. oh, I was on a field trip on a boat and my supervisor was like, Mm, not much fetch, but pretty windy. Oh, and I was right. like, whoa, well, he just made fetch happen. <laughs> he doesn't even get the reference, but like he knows what it is. So yeah. I had to go and do some independent research today. Well done. Using my best friend Wikipedia. I feel guilty when they ask for money. I really should give them. <laughs> because I mm. use them so much, but... You
0: must get a lot of money,
1: though. I don't have the money for them. Exactly. Um, yeah.
0: So, next point of call.
1: Yeah, you're leading this.
0: Improvisation in the lab. Do you do it?
1: Do I do it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Should you do it?
1: Bloody oath. <laughs> That's my favourite thing about science, is building your own shit because stuff isn't working. Um, for an example, not in my lab, actually, in your lab... I was in the PBR room. PBR stands for what again?
0: Photobioreactor.
1: Uh, I put photosynthetic in
0: there. Where did you put that?
1: Photosynthetic bioreactor. I only, I was a synthetic too long. It's a photobioreactor. It works still. So can you explain what a photobioreactor is to people who don't know what it is,
0: including me? Because I feel like we talk a lot about things that people may potentially not good know anything about
1: so explain so helps. a pbr
0: yes is a culturing vessel
1: not a peps blue ribbon beer
0: <laughs> no exactly okay. not but you know we'll leave that for another day and you put microalgae in it i guess and you culture it up and you can get really good sort of environmental settings happening there and you know we do experiments in them and you can measure things continuously so ph or dissolved oxygen um, turbidity stuff like that and so basically if you want to grow up sort of large-ish amounts of algae for industrial like experimental purposes kind mm-hmm. of stuff then you'd be using PBRs.
1: Cool so I yeah. walked into your lab today with the PBRs in it down the end of the hall And you've got the lovely white light, red light, green light, blue light setup going on. Is that you or is that... (laughs) I wish, but I'm not doing
0: anything, so it's definitely not me.
1: Okay, so it's not you. But regardless, um, there's the white light, the red light, the green light, the blue light, and then right next to it is a Coke bottle. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like an... Oh, yeah, okay. So this
1: is my thing with improvisations in science. Mm -hmm. You needed a vessel and you went... Um, uh, has anybody got a uh one point two five litre vanilla coke bottle? It's yes there. we do! I, I
0: don't even know who had that.
1: I don't know what it's doing. Is it bubbling water? Yeah, like,
0: so there's like a little filtery like a thing in it. You've it's got right. yeah,
1: filters running in your air hoses down into it.
0: Yeah, and it's bubbling there. Okay. And
1: where is the coke water going?
0: No, it's just so that like the air coming from the pipes in the system run through there first and it like bubbles up and then it like goes into
1: So you're putting air into the Coke water and taking gas out of the coke water?
0: No. I actually Clearly I don't
1: understand it.
0: <laughs> Neither do I. Well you uh, should I wish someone explained it to me once but I wasn't listening. And I don't think I needed to
1: listen because it worked and I was like, cool, it's there and I never have to talk well, about it. Well, by this it. stage, no one's listening to this. But other, <laughs> example, other examples are like where we've improvised previously. We were making, um, we were trying to do an experiment where we could keep um, copepods, little zooplankton, in a continuous flow through tank. And we oh, were trying cool. to, I ended up making a thing called a creasal tank, which is really handy for... Having jellyfish, so you've got a flow through on the tank, but all the organisms are kept in a big floating bowl with a bit of mesh over the output. So I made one, oh, but cool. the prototypes before we were making those, we were using pickle jars, Vegemite jars, <laughs> um, the old Coddys cordial, cordial bottle kind of sliced up a little bit. So we had some really interesting designs going on, and they were working. We just couldn't get them to be airtight because we was needed the best airtight. One? the vegemite worked yeah, pretty well uh, for a little bit
0: vegemite's great for everything. it was
1: it, but it had a nice solid stable plastic lid mm. which we could cut nicely with the the jigsaw um and then silicon well around but apparently my silicon job wasn't good enough or the plumber's tape we were using on the lids wasn't good enough but uh, i see you know we, we do heaps of that stuff um you just build something out of something else like my one of my depth samplers is a two meter long pole with a bottle on the end of it (laughs) and you just dip it in the water and away you go and bring up a sample
0: well yeah i mean if you can make something like that rather than buy it then
1: why not exactly like um
0: we don't have money to waste
1: particularly in environmental science Bunnings is just a godsend oh yeah like legitimately when I borrow a car from the uni and put Bunnings down it's like no that's a valid trip
0: it's cool. I went into Bunnings last week and it was glorious what'd
1: you get besides a sausage sandwich I
0: didn't because it was like 9pm at night
1: and they're not selling on them then. Fucking no, they outrage.
0: Weren't. Yeah, I think it was past there. i from the
1: indictment know. upon Bunnings. And
0: I found batteries that I've been looking for for about two years. What type of batteries? Um, they're you something look... like 23A. What? Yeah, right. They're <laughs> exactly. They're really weird. So one time I was at this art sort of festival thing, and there were these really cool lamps over, all over the tables. And, like, someone had made them, and I liked them, so, you know, I might have... You
1: picked yourself up one.
0: Borrowed one, yeah.
1: Borrowed. That I
0: never returned. Oh. So now it belongs to me. And then the battery, like, it died, and I was like, okay, I need a new battery for it. 23A, what the hell is that? So I've been looking for, like, years for this battery.
1: What does a 23A look like? Well,
0: it's, like, the size of, like, half your pinky. Oh. But, like, it's... Bigger than, like, a triple A, but smaller than a double A and shorter than those ones. It's real confusing.
1: Okay. That's super confusing. Anyways,
0: I magically walked into Bunnings and there it was. like there on this rack of batteries.
1: And you had remembered after two years that that is the size of battery you (laughs) needed for a lamp.
0: (laughs) Yes. No, it's because every time it comes up, I'm always, like to everybody, do you know what a 23A battery is? And no one ever knows, so it's like being in my mind because I'm constantly asking people, I need this battery and I always forget to take a picture of it because I I had the old battery Uh... and I know what it's meant to be. So I bought it and then I put it into my lamp.
1: And the bulb's broken.
0: And, yeah, the lamp does <laughs> not even work. I was so disappointed. So
1: now you need to get the 23A equivalent of a light bulb. Oh, yeah, thing no, that you but cannot yeah. find.
0: But the thing is, I can't do it without breaking the lamp apart. Because it was, like, made from some weird, like, resin at the front and then the lamp's behind and then it's being, like, glued. It's real handmade, so...
1: Yeah, okay. So
0: without actually breaking it apart, I can't use it so I think it's just going to be ornamental yeah from now on. you're
1: you're in a certain named creek without a paddle at the moment Yeah, and We're now I've just that. got two batteries that I can
0: never dispose of because I never know how to dispose of those things properly
1: you know what's great for throwing at people batteries, yeah, you know really good weight do
0: you know what they're also great for
1: powering stuff
0: yes, and putting them in fake Maltese boxes
1: oh god I never thought this had come back to haunt me.
0: But one of my better ideas here, I think.
1: Mm. What? Your fake Maltesers? Yeah. Go on, tell your story. gloat.
0: Look, I just wanted to play a harmless joke. Not on you.
1: On um, my sure.
0: supervisor who went away for some time. And I was like, oh, let's, uh, I want to give him a gift when he comes back but this box of Maltesers was looking real tasty, so we ate them all. Remember, yeah. you. oh, ate I was them? there, I was part yeah. of it. There's so then... a certain
1: boy in this room, <laughs> out of the two of us, who loves chocolate. <laughs> and you not being a boy, it kind of leaves it at one person.
0: Anyway, so I decided that, you know, it'd be a real shame to not give a gift.
1: Damn shame.
0: So I found a lot of used batteries, put them into the Malteser box, then very craftily, like, glued it back up and kept the plastic on it and glued that back up mm. and left it for my supervisor. He was real excited, too, when he came back. He was like, oh, I've got a gift. We opened it. It was a... Bo- he didn't realise until the last minute, I think, that it was a so bad. No,
1: because the batteries rolled. Like, I, I <laughs> fell misfortune to this before the gluing had happened. I was like... I surreptitiously walked up to the Maltese box because you don't want to be caught going in for the fifth time in six minutes and i just gave it a little tap i was like oh there's a roll in there there's still a couple left and open it up and i was like double a's i've been rused (laughs) and walked away with my tail between my legs
0: and i think it's great because they like you know not single-use batteries we're all about reusing here so that happened to you happened to my supervisor then we left it
1: in the tea room. Ah, uh, then, yeah, there was a long-term ruse going. Yeah, when people would see a
0: bus on Maltesers and be like, "Oh,
1: there might be some. I reckon I probably got myself three times a week with that thing for a good fortnight, yes. possibly a month. I was just walking and I'd be like, "Oh, Maltesers, batteries. Ah. And then it would move to another table and be like, Ha, this can't be the box of batteries. <laughs> oh, wait, it is.
0: See, and the problem is that it was there for so long because nobody knew what to do with the batteries. No one wanted to dispose of them.
1: People thought we, you were saving them up for something. <laughs> yeah,
0: obviously.
1: Besides fooling people with Maltesers.
0: But, you know, that's the problem now. And what I, problem? <laughs> Well, what? Well, actually, it's gone now that no. I've got some Maltesers. So someone obviously manned up and took care of it. It wasn't me. God bless the cleaning <laughs> yeah. staff but secondly you know i now have two fresh batteries at home that don't fit anything else because what other products use 23a someone please let me know
1: mm, that, that, it is obscure yes. and that's your problem for sure
0: well yes
1: so moving on to your second point and uh how to deal with uh, a constant. bit of failure. Oh, a constant. constant
0: failure. It's not
1: just failure. It's yeah. constant failure. So
0: early on in a PhD as
1: well. So how would you deal with that constant failure?
0: I'd like someone to help me with
1: that. Um, I don't know. You're, you're a big proponent of a cup of tea. Yeah. I find that usually calms me down, calms no, you down.
0: It's not helping at the moment not
1: helping no. you're just sleeping right yeah exercising oh, I'm again i'm
0: having terrible sleep as well oh god what's going and on i don't know your life's a shambles i know i'm constantly tired this week oh, oh,
1: fuck. Look at you. yeah you're a hot mess it's
0: just like just this real big mess <laughs> and i'm not like i'm not used to constant failure <laughs> you know like it's not a feeling i'm used to i don't like it like, yes, things have not worked for me in the past, but they've not worked once, and then the second time they've worked. And that's, that's you know, the way it
1: is. You don't know what to think, do you? You've, no. You're a successful sure. woman. Yes. You're a high flyer. You've got two degrees know, and honors. I am like a
0: silent
1: high achiever. Yeah, you don't tell many people, do you? You are a silent high achiever. Like, it's only yeah. within this space that it's discussed.
0: Yeah, this is a safe space to discuss. It's pretty safe. So I don't really know how to deal with this obstacle. So, update. In our very first episode, we mentioned where we were in relation to Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh, okay, where you are. So
0: on Tuesday, Strider arrived, and I was like, sweet. Strolled why? in. Yeah, yeah, he strolled in because last time I was waiting at the Prancing pony. And you been, were. have I'd been waiting there for about two weeks.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Strider finally turned up, and we tried something in the lab, and it sort of looked... Mildly promising. Yeah. we are like, yeah, sweet. Okay, let's do this. The next two days, useless, nothing. It was just a real pain for about four hours of my life.
1: So you've been doing things but getting no results?
0: Getting shit results and being highly frustrated
1: Mm. at
0: the process of trying to get those results. Okay. It's been very difficult. Yeah. So I just feel like Strider turned up but... Either he abandoned me, or next minute, like you know, when the hobbits like are pretending that they're in the bed. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Coming down, get yeah like, it's like, like um,
1: yeah, medieval psycho. Yeah, but that's
0: look. coming maybe, or maybe that's happening.
1: You realise they're in a different room and they don't get stabbed, <laughs> right?
0: I know, but like maybe if there was like an arc in the story, they would have been in the bed. And one of them would have gone.
1: In a parallel universe, you're yeah. getting stabbed. In
0: a parallel Lord of the Rings universe, <laughs> I'm getting stabbed. Repeatedly. <laughs> like, every day. It's like... like
1: Every stab is another day yeah. in Anne life.
0: I don't want to make this real depressing or anything. But, but you're struggling. It's struggling this week, yeah. Okay,
1: you need a hug. So I
0: need people to... Someone,
1: someone like, share their pain, or... Someone tweet in that, wait. Pelagic Johnson, and I'll share it with Anne. And, yeah, let us let us know
0: how you deal with it. Okay. How would you... Well, do you know what
1: this feeling is? Um, I had a similar experience on Wednesday. So, I spent... We drove up to Tari for my field trip on Sunday. I mean, look at me working weekends. (laughs) Huge. Two o'clock on a Sunday, I was on the move with my supervisor talking science. I think we talked for about four or five hours straight just about science and getting stuff done. I didn't think I could hold that conversation, but I held held my end up um, and it was good. But we did Monday, Tuesday in the field and we drove back down and we'd made a plan. I finished my honours and I had a year off. But we think some of the data that I got from honours is publishable. So he, yeah. he kind of G'd me up about it. And we were both getting excited together about publishing this paper. And from his, his words exactly were, this is a great paper. And I was yeah. like, cool. If he thinks this, he's like, yeah, we should go for a high level journal. I was like, cool, cool.
0: Nice. No worries.
1: And we're talking about potential journals and potential writing directions. And we get an email on Tuesday morning. Your results have come back. Because we were waiting on one last batch of results. Mm -hmm. A couple of reference materials. And they came back. And they were shit. So there was a little bit of a bursting of the bubble Tuesday night, Wednesday Mm -hmm. night. But it really bursted. I'd done some work on Wednesday. I came in with the same direction. But then we sat down with the results. Me, my supervisor, and my co-supervisor from Honours. So Simon Uh and James. Yeah. And we sat down and we had a chat and oh, yeah. there was a lot of head scratching and a lot of, <laughs> you know, when you put your elbow on the table and you've kind of put your head into your hand and you rub the temples as I'm mm. doing now. There was a lot of that going on, a lot of, a lot of mulling things over. Yeah. And I left that night, the Wednesday, feeling quite defeated. Um, so I know where you're at there, but you just got to keep working. Keep, uh, uh what, what, um, to move a mountain, you must move, first move the small stones there. Uh, far
0: out.
1: Yeah, so keep moving them small stones. I'm
0: trying can lift a small stone at this point. That's oh, how demoralised Well, I
1: in that sense, if you're demoralised, take it out on something and kick the small stone.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know, You maybe you're just going to have to bite off some small things. Uh, it's it's tough being us talking about dealing with consistent failure because, well, as, you, as you've said this is the first time you've ever faced consistent failure recently, it sounds like.
0: Get ready, there's three more years of this. Yeah,
1: I know. Potentially. I don't know, I've I've faced consistent failure in a lot of other landscapes. Um, I don't think I won a rugby game for the first five years I played we used to lose like 100 nil regularly. Yeah,
0: but like that's a team effort, you know, that's... Yeah, it's still
1: demoralising, but Yeah, now, it is, it
0: is. Now
1: I am so used to losing, I just <laughs> don't even give a shit anymore. It actually infuriates people who are on my team if it's a team sport, that mm. I just don't care. I'm like, there are bigger, better things.
0: See, I've never cared about winning in sports. Like, it's nice to win, Yeah. but it's more about just playing and having fun.
1: Yeah, I'm of the same belief. But I used to get thrashed so often in competitive sports that it lost all meaning for me. So, yeah, sport is only about fun for me. (laughs) Winning is nothing because
0: I wouldn't know what that's like. (laughs) It's so far beyond anything you ever know.
1: Whereas my brother had a very different experience and actually played in some representative sides and they won a couple of games and he he likes winning. I was like, I don't give a shit. Um, So it's very interesting like that. But I only care about winning if it's against him, I suppose. Sibling rivalries. It's big. Do you have a rival, rival, rivalry with your brother? No. Not at all? There's nothing to rival. <laughs> oh! i
0: just saying. Like, oh!
1: In the nicest
0: way, I love my brother.
1: The burn. <laughs> Older? Younger? He's younger
0: than me.
1: God, Jesus. It must
0: be tough being like the younger child. Oh,
1: you're not a big girl, but you're casting a fair shadow right there.
0: Yeah.
1: That's that's full on. You did not hold back. <laughs> is he better at computer so, games than you are?
0: I'm sure he is. already got, yeah. He used to play one a, lot of FIFA.
1: Oh, FIFA's great. Yeah. He In plays small lots of doses. FIFA. I do suck at it.
0: Yeah.
1: Just needs to be more antran yeah. motivated.
0: Exactly. TM. Exactly. Like me when I'm not in my common state.
1: Like you when you're not being defeated by everybody. Yeah. Defeated by the universe.
0: The other day I was like
1: The universe or the university? Both.
0: Uh, the other day I was like, the whole world is conspiring against me. <laughs> you
1: did say that.
0: And people were like, who's conspiring? And I was like, everybody.
1: Yeah, you were not in the state. I had everybody the same did. thing though at lunch the other day when you and Jack were picking on me about using Excel. <laughs> I was just trying to run up some dummy graphs. I'd I already.
0: supported p- you for that. I'd already you been know. at uni
1: for five hours. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I got in early and tried today. I was in here like seven that day. And I was falling asleep at lunch. And you grilling me about using Sigmaplot. Not you, but grilling me about using Sigmaplot and GraphPad, which are these other statistical packages. Yeah. And I just couldn't take it. I nearly broke down and <laughs> cried. I couldn't right there, but...
0: He went away later and cried in the bathroom?
1: Jesus Christ, I went close. <laughs> I can't tell you how close. I was just like... Uh, and then Marita was sitting next to me. She like, do you want some help? I can help you do it in R I I was like... Uh,
0: do you want I some can't... Indonesian snacks?
1: <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> I was probably just hungry. Yeah. Uh, that's generally what so happens have, with me. Yeah.
0: Have you ever actually
1: cried? At university? Yeah,
0: because of like... University? Yes. Honours? Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Honours, 100%. I can't remember. I wrote the date down somewhere. Oh, did you? No. I wanted to
0: remember that moment.
1: I wrote it down, so I submitted in ah, June. yeah. So I cried in, it must have been...
0: Wait, after you submitted?
1: No, 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 no. Oh, I submitted in June, so I must have cried in late April, early May. <laughs> must have been. But you may or may not have been there. Yeah,
0: I remember this now. I remember you sending me a message saying... Something
1: about... I just cried on the be, floor.
0: You'll be crying at this point yes. next year. Because I,
1: I was literally on the floor crying in a communal area. <laughs> Not, like, heaving great sobs. but I was just
0: like, I can't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I remember writing in Whitney's book, who went through honours with oh, Anne. Yeah. Uh, I wrote in her diary, I think it was, you guys were submitting, October 13th. 30th October 30th yep so it was 4 weeks before I submitted so it was the end of April that I cried yeah and I wrote in her book at the end of September I was like this is the day to cry from Ellery and she messaged me on that day when it rolled around and I was I was in the US and she went this just came up in my diary I'm actually having a cry I was like (laughs) oh Whitney thank you I wasn't the only one because I legitimately legitimately broke down I couldn't handle it I was like what the hell is this I've got so much writing to do and I've only done this it's tough and people don't realise it I think everyone says it's the
0: toughest year supposedly right
1: well everybody says that I'm only saying it because everybody else says it
0: yeah
1: I have there's a function in the human brain related to forgetfulness of bad experiences so an example is women who give birth naturally can forget how painful childbirth is so oh, that they no. do it again like it's a physiological thing
0: Okay.
1: Um, so I have that I have had some shocking things happen <laughs> to me and particularly my mother right? we'll have a really good chat about it she's like I remember sitting there one year and she's like, do you remember 2010? I was like, yeah, it was a good year. And she's like, no, that is not how I remember it. You had all of these things happen to you. You broke your collarbone and you couldn't play rugby all year. And that was a pretty big thing in the context. I was yeah. an all boys school at the time and that was a big deal. I'd had a teacher die on me. I'd had several other people die Close to me, one of my best mate's dad's died, and I was like, what the hell? And apparently I was breaking That's down, right. and that whole year I was struggling and a bit depressed and stuff. But she asked me, I was like, no, it was great here. I did this, I did this. I just forget bad shit. Unless it was, like, hugely bad, but I still don't remember the feeling. I remember it happening, but I don't remember the feeling of pain or anguish or sadness.
0: Is it the ability to compartmentalise, or...?
1: Com- what does compartmentalise mean?
0: It's just like where you can like, detach yourself from a situation. I but think so. I don't know so. whether that's a conscious thing that you're doing uh, or an unconscious thing. I
1: think sometimes it can be quite conscious. Yeah. I remember it building up subconsciously until there was one particular funeral I was at and I just broke down. I'd, I think I'd been to five funerals in three months oh, or something. That's right. And at this last one who... I didn't even know the guy, but we were there. So I was there through some connection. Um, no, it was one of my mate's dads and his dad had died and it was, it was fucking heavy, like really heavy shit. And I just broke down yeah. and I had lost like three or four family members in the preceding um, months. I was like, what? But like,
0: that's
1: I, yeah, I just, I dealt with it. I dealt with it. I dealt with it. And I broke down, but yeah, I just forget bad stuff. So mm-hmm. people are like, honours is the hardest year. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I agree with you. Heaps, heaps hard. Hey. Bro. And I don't remember. I had a great time.
0: The only reason I remember is because I wrote it down in a diary.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I remember crying. That's
0: nice.
1: Like, crying on the floor is a big deal for me. So that's why I remember it. But it happened.
0: You didn't have much support at that time either. Yeah, it was was lacking a little bit. You and Sarah. Because
1: my honours cohort had already finished because I started mid year and that was a big shit. That was. my, My good mates had left. I wasn't doing writing when they were doing writing so I was like skiving off and distracting them so they probably hated me in yeah. hindsight and like your cohort as you did your honours just uh, six months after me you started yeah. and I was like getting stressed and you guys were like ah oh, it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah, I like, we're just
0: starting I remember
1: turning around to Whitney I was like this will be you <laughs> she was like ah oh. so
0: much malice <laughs> in your
1: voice. I don't think it was malice it was just yeah it was just you know, like a hardened war veteran I was just like yeah. you don't know what's coming <laughs> oh my sweet summer child
0: oh gosh well you know those days are done
1: mm, thank god but now we're in these days
0: yeah
1: and now we're dealing with constant failure
0: yeah
1: something I... something I am a man of constant sorrow <laughs> what was that oh brother where art thou
0: I don't know
1: I'm sure it's George Clooney out of some movie or other
0: I uh, don't watch George Clooney
1: movies, he's a bit weird, I think. You don't think he's the most gorgeous man in the world? No. Slash 20 years ago?
0: No. Ocean's 11?
1: No. Not charismatic at all? Nestle coffee? No. Fair enough, I'm, in, I'm in your Nothing seat as, as well. Nothing me at all. Nothing, okay.
0: I'm sure he's a very attractive man. Like he looked like
1: he never aged, right? Mm, <laughs> no. I thought he was always 40. But, like, probably from when he was 30, I still thought he was 40. But people Um, think that about me, so maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Um, Yeah, people think
0: I'm still 23.
1: Well, I think that. (laughs) I forget that you're older than me.
0: But, yeah, no George Clooney. He Um, definitely won't be a guest speaker on this podcast.
1: But what if he was? What if we got George... Would he know what to speak? Would we have anything to talk to him, or would he sit in the corner and be like, yeah, yeah, cool? Well... If you could get a guest on from someone who we more than likely can't get, who would you get?
0: Does that person have to be alive? No. (laughs) No? No. Okay. That makes things more interesting.
1: Someone who... I'm trying to think of someone who's interesting, who would fit this, but, you know, you don't know people.
0: I guess it'd have to be someone who could potentially talk
1: science with us i mean dr or carl would be shit? great
0: yeah he's good he knows a lot of stuff but
1: he's got his own podcast he's a busy man he's got yeah. shirtloads loads of science i mean he's got stuff to do he
0: knows everything though
1: right does he just read a lot does he publish mm. it all anymore
0: doubt it he doesn't kind of need to just like a celebrity a
1: science communicator yeah
0: he is a science. maybe communicator.
1: i should get his job like, well, in, in the long-term future. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's... A lot of people move into science communication.
1: Well, I've seen he's got a couple of little... To use a very negatively geared word, cronies. Around. <laughs> <laughs> I And I don't want to put that negatively on them. Maybe it's jealousy because I want their job, but he's got all these other people just doing similar stuff now. I see on Facebook and ah. YouTube every now and then, and they ah. just pop up on the radio. I'm like, oh, who are these other science communicators? Um, but yeah oh. maybe I could look into that that could be a fun career
0: yeah you could work at
1: Questacon um, <laughs> I no, don't think so don't I don't do think it. you need doctor in front of your name to work at Questacon what? do what? you think they
0: do? I don't
1: know I don't know I haven't been in I went
0: there when I was 12
1: yeah, I haven't been in years it
0: was
1: great it is great I would go again I'm going with my sister actually That's what I'm going to oh, do Oh
0: that's nice No we
1: haven't planned it oh. I'm planning
0: Okay Good idea Good I idea. Like it. Before
1: she gets too old So it's yeah. still fun for me yeah. Have you got that Friday feeling Anne? It's time for a beer Apparently
0: Penny Lane is closed Just got a message
1: What? Free plugs Penny Lane <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait free plug Cafe 80 Where's that?
1: Someone's been pushing that lately that Where came is out it? My... Oh, World Square? <laughs> I don't know Anne I mean, I would go to the loft, preferably. Yeah, I think it's
0: in the paper bag building.
1: Yes, Cafe 80 is in the paper bag building. Okay, um,
0: Sam and Caitlin
1: are there. Oh, that's Sam.
0: Sammy.
1: Yeah, I was like, Sam, Caitlin? Who's the Sam guy who hangs out with Caitlin? Oh, it's a girl. Oh. oh um, yeah, well, I have to have some farewell drinks because we're losing someone out of our lab. But who is um, there? fun time. Then I'm going to go see a little band because oh, no. my mate's coming down from Canberra to where play at? a show. Where oh, No, the Chippendale, around the corner.
0: Oh, the Chippo. The that's Chippo. where I suggested we go tonight. Well... But I only said that to Jack and nobody else. said why people if are If you suggest it,
1: I'll still be there at 10.30 tonight because oh, yeah. that's when his band plays, so...
0: We'll see.
1: But, um, Yeah okay cool we done for the week yeah we're done for the week wrap it off tick the boxes have a cracker weekend enjoy
0: alrighty better days next week (laughs) let's pray